previously on Escape House. Alright guys, time to get naked. Yeah, okay, so you rip off the drain and... More all water of, comes in. No, no, all of the water starts. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, no, actually, wait. Yeah, no, more water would come in. 18? Okay, then yes, you do find a lever to pull. Oh, sweet, pull. That um, basically um, makes a seal go in and it stops the water flow from coming up. I grab you by the arm or shoulder or wherever and drag you over to this door. Okay. I direct your hands towards the door and try to put have it so you can feel the crack on the door. Okay. Do I feel the crack? Yeah, you would. <laughs> Mostly I'm supposed to see if I can still have a jab on it. Try to shove it in the crack to kind of like pry at it. Starts to crack open and you feel the water starting to drain. The Iron Maiden. Hmm. Oh, like, right where, like, the person would stand, like, right on that, like, ledge or that little lip, is a bottle filled with water. It cures mummy rot. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Escape House. I am Dylan. I'll be the Dungeon Master. Sharky, if you wanted to get us started. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm from Sharky. I play Coco, the tiefling bard. My fun fact today is that Coco would catch frogs by a nearby pond by her village and would get in trouble by her parents because she would kissing them, hoping for a prince. Development. Yeah. Coco really just wants to be a Disney princess. <laughs> Josh. Uh, hi, I'm Josh. I play Carrick Nightbreeze, the half-elf monk. After the last episode... Uh, Carrick's fun fact is that he wishes to extend an apology to Brendan Fraser for placing blame on him for being cursed. <laughs> Screw you, Brendan Fraser. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Brendan. You're a great man. It's not your fault. Wasn't The Mummy 2 like a horrible movie as well? No, The Mummy 3 was, though. Oh, yeah. But that's not his. I knew one of them was bad. One of them has terrible CGI that didn't age well. That, that would have been the second one with the bad CGI of the Scorpion King. But, and then there's the bad CGI yeah. in the movie, the Scorpion King. <laughs> Anyways, Garrett? Hello. Hi. I am Garrett. I play Climate Antoine, the tiefling warlock of our group. My fun fact today, as I mentioned, I'm going on more fun facts about myself, since I have not included too many. My favorite movie as a kid growing up was Lilo and Stitch. I'm wearing a Stitch shirt today. I've got a, kind of an unhealthy obsession with the character to an extent. I've got several t-shirts, figurines, and a plushie of them. Nice. That's not unhealthy at all. Stitch is just a Pokemon. Yeah, the 626th one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Lilo and Stitch's series is just catching Pokemon. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, Marky. Alright, uh, my name is Tharn. I'm the Dragonborn Paladin. Um, I just realized I said my name is Tharn. Hi, Tharn. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Mark, and I play Tharn, the Dragonborn Paladin. My fun fact, I guess I'm just going to hop off the uh, thing of what uh, Garrett just said about favorite movies of a child. Mine would have been Toy Story. Oh, yeah. The original one? The original Toy Story. Nice. Yeah. For just going animated, uh, probably for me is Monsters, Inc. Pocahontas. For animated and probably like overall, like, what I like more than probably Toy Story. Can I, can I guess? It's, tre- it's Treasure Planet. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> When I, when, I, when I heard about, like, the things they did to basically make that movie fail, I was upset. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was basically a passion project for, like, the animator, like, the, I don't know if it was the animators themselves or someone in Disney who, like, made, like, you know, Snow White and everything else like that, you know, like, all their, like, really good hit classes. Like, we want to do Treasure Planet in space, or, like, uh, Treasure Island in space. 
and the producer's like, no, no, we don't, we don't want that. We want you to keep making these ones. And they're like, well, screw you. We're going to go talk to who was in charge of Disney at the time. Like, one of the people from Disney's family. I think it was Roy Disney is his name. Anyway, he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And then the producer's like, all right, we're going to fuck you over by basically not promoting this movie, not doing anything, and releasing it at a shit offer, like shit time. Yeah. And so they never got to make a sequel like they wanted to. Yeah. There's like Renaissance era <laughs> Disney, but then there's like the early 2000s Disney that had Treasure Planet and Atlantis and uh, oh, Bro- Brother Bear. The same thing too, yeah. And Brother Bear. Brother Bear. Brother Bear is a great movie. Because yeah. um, apparently the second movie for Atlantis, the Milo Returns, was actually supposed to be just, it's actually just episodes of a series that was supposed to come out. Hmm. Okay, that would That's why it explains that the weird the cut and quality of it. Was yeah, the quality drop. Yeah. I think that's the same thing with um, Aladdin 2 and Aladdin King of Thieves and stuff. It just did the animation. It took the animation studio of the TV series. And that's why it looks so yeah. quality dropped as well. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your fun fact? My fun fact is none of your business. Fine. <laughs> no. I don't even want to know your name or what you do. Yeah. Uh, I am Dylan. I am the Dungeon Master. Wow. I made this whole campaign. Yay. So, my fun fact is that, to go off of my last thing, is that the games I'm excited for in 2023 are Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Spider-Man 2, and Sea of Stars. I don't know what Lies of P is. It's uh, Bloodborne, but Pinocchio. Sounds edgy. It's very edgy. It's edgy Pinocchio. Hell yeah. I think it looks very good. I have to like look up some stuff about it because I'm not. When Bloodborne was coming out, I was like, "News on Bloodborne," or like, "News on Uncharted 4," "News on Final Fantasy 15," <laughs> sort of thing. News on first. Who's on first, and what's on second, and I don't know who's on third. Where we last left off, uh, you had just opened all of the Iron Maidens and didn't drown in the water room, and Clement destroyed one of my puzzles of a boulder chase, which Crazy. I mean. Yeah, good job on that. My first time. Using oh, and then there was, and then there was, and then there was the other room that only uh, Clement and Kogo know what happens. Screw you again, by the way. <laughs> You're gonna hate it. It's gonna show up again. It's not gonna show up again. Well, in a vein, in the vein, but it will. I could just say, but I won't say it on recording because I think it's funnier. Don't say it at all. Let them wonder. Let them wonder. So all of the Iron Maidens are open, and you are free to. Skedaddle. Skedaddle. The, the doors didn't even close, by the way, or anything like that. You could have just left them all alone. Oh, Iron Maidens, fuck them. So, <laughs> you can just, there's just another door. Oh, there is, technically, actually, if you're coming up the stairs, there's a door on your right and your left. Oh, we got two, huh? Yeah. Are they both open? Yes. I'm gonna peek into the left one and see what I see. Alright, if you're peeking into the left one, you, you, see, you see another long hallway. Right. Well, in that vein, I'm going to go to the right door. The one I see with my devil eyes in the right door, Dylan. Do you remember when you were on the bridge with the pendulum blades? Yes. You're at the platform where the oh. uh, the lizard folk was throwing the javelins down at you. Oh, cool. You're on that platform. Is there anything on the platform? I guess this would be a quick check. Uh, you can just see it. Sure. You don't have to check around. Uh, you see all of the javelins that he was throwing <laughs> at you. Alright, I motion back. Hey. Anyone want javelins? We got plenty of it. I guess I'll grab a few. I don't really need them, so I'm gonna leave them behind. Pull back my stock in my hair that's no longer staying in a ponytail. Uh, Sorry about that stuff. You can grab three. Uh, anybody else want some javelins? I can't use them anyways. 
No? No? Okay. So, three is good. That's um, all that's on there. And then if, like, as you look down, you can see the, like, dead lizard folk on the bridge and stuff, and pendulum blade still swinging about. Is there anything other than the javelins on this little pedestal? Nope. Hmm. There would have been the lizard folk if you didn't fall down. I mean, I kind of forced them out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so certainly no one else wants these javelins, huh? No. I don't believe I have any need for javelins. I start kicking them off the platform. <laughs> okay. Just cat energy of like, no, no one's here? Alright. Kick, kick, kick. <laughs> I'm just making sure no one else uses these on us. So right. I dump them into the hole that's way down. Okay. So back to the, where the mummies were with the spike pit? Way down there. Okay. If they want again, they're going to have to struggle to get them. Alright. Sounds good. Just in case someone wants a barrage. Yeah, the mummies get weapons. And then I can. Mummies are all dead. Shut up. <laughs> actually, my hair's dry enough now that I actually kind of start putting it back in my ponytail. Okay. Maybe. It might still be too wet. No, I think it's dry enough. It's fine. How so long has passed? How long has passed? Um, minutes? Yeah. Yeah, your hair is not dry. Mm. If it's as long as mine or longer, it yeah, is not dry. Okay. Yeah, Comment's not having a good time as he tries to untangle it and it's not going well. Okay. It's going to take a couple of seconds for him to let other people go. All right. So, into the other room then is where your guys are going. I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna let them do what they want first. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm in the other room. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I in my face so I can follow them while I still try to fix this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's gonna so, give up eventually. <laughs> so you're all in that long hallway room now. Indeed. This one, the clo- the door closes behind you. All right. So yeah, door closes behind you. Is there any light sources in here? Yeah, there's the torches illuminated along the hallway again. Perfect. I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy on them again so Tharn doesn't have to worry about seeing too bad. And let's make it green this time. Okay. So they're going to be very bright green torches in here. Sounds good. And up to 30 feet. I don't know how long this hallway hallway actually is. It's about as long as the boulder chase one. So we're going to be not seeing very far ahead. Yeah. Great. Anyway, uh, do you want to make a perception check though? Sure. Everybody? I can see up to 120 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you said perception? Yep. 21. I got 15. It's okay. Uh, 8. Oh. <laughs> I think I've rolled my dice curse over to Josh uh, today. Coco, you can hear the door at the end of the hallway Sorry. starting to close slowly. It's closing! Run! Don't move. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you start running? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Oh, there's no trip I huh? Nope, not this, not this time. I hate you, Dylan. Wait, <laughs> I rolled a 20. Okay, you hear the door closing, too, so you know exactly what she's talking about with the run. All right, yeah, I'm just going to iterate again. Run, everybody, now. Oh, I give up on trying to fix my hair. just flying behind me now as I run, run with them. Okay, so you all have basically just a speed of 30, all of you, right? No. Well, unless we're dashed. Well, except for Mr. Monk here. Oh, yes, Mr. Monk with the 40 feet? 45. Uh, 45 feet. Make another perception check, everybody. Fuck you. While you're running. Oh, no. Not good this time. That's eight. You don't see it. Nine. 17. You don't see it. 18. (laughs) You see it. 13. You don't see it. Uh, Taran, you're, you're... Seeing that the walls are slowly closing in on you guys as you're running. Guys, move faster. The walls are closing. What do you mean move faster? I'm going as fast as I can already. Well, pick your asthmatic lungs up and go. <laughs> Fine. And I start dashing. Yeah, Chest you. I don't know why. 
So yeah, I start okay. casting. So now I'm moving 60 feet, not noticing anything around me. Yeah. I'm gonna pull out my staff and okay. run. Alright. So as you guys are running, you can still hear as the door slowly closing. Uh, if you would like to make another perception check, you can see the door now, if you would like. Depending. Nope. Uh, 19. Alright, Kara sees it. <laughs> That's a 2. I got a 6. You don't see it? That's you a 6 in total for me as well. I'm running with my hand up and the staff, like... Oh, <laughs> nice. Would that work since technically... It can't be bent or broken. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying, would it technically stop the doors then? It might not stop the door, but it stopped the no, walls. No, I meant the walls, that's what I meant. Okay, you don't see it. So, Carrick, uh, you can see that the door is about <coughs> halfway closed already. It's about Sorry. halfway closed, pick up the pace, people. I can't run any faster. And the door, or the walls, close in another little bit. How far away are we from the door, Dylan? You're from where we are right now. You have you can make it to the door in about one more action, but you're you will have to slide under it. Oh joy. I wanna <laughs> No, that's a bad so that's a bad idea. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I have a cool idea, but it might fuck everyone else over, so I'm not gonna do it. Oh, okay. I might do it if I'm the last one going through the door, but we'll see. Alright, well I figured that Carrick would get to the door oh. fastest. Yeah. Definitely. And then Coco ran before everyone, so I guess Coco's the next one. Yeah. So you're at the door. So you technically would be last, because then Mark was like, no, we need to run, and ran, so. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you make it to the door in time, but, like, it's... I don't know if you're sliding under, I don't know slide, what your plan is. Slide, oh, slide. yeah. Like... Okay, so you slide under. Uh, do a dex save. Dex save. Dex save. I'm assuming one at a time. Plus six. Uh, 17. Yeah, you slide under perfectly fine. Okay, uh, who's next to uh, do a deck save? Dex save, dex save. 18. You slide perfectly fine under. Uh, Tyron? Dex save, dex save. Yeah. Six. You slide into the oh, wait, wall. Oh, sorry. Uh, Nine because it's three. Yeah, uh, you slide into the wall. Bonk. You you try to slide, but you kind of like it's the armor. Yeah, you you kind of like a little chip of the rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you slide into the wall. Just and it's, army it's, crawl. <laughs> yeah. So then you you just like out hit into the wall, and you're like forget. <laughs> and I remember I was like, well, I right. guess I can't slide. And he's in my way. Yeah. What's what's your idea? Uh, can't do now with Tarn halfway through the door. Uh. No, he would have crawled through pretty quickly. Yeah. He has military experience to crawl fast. Okay. Yeah. I guess to help me slide quickly, I'm going to cast Ray Frost on the floor and just slide across the <laughs> nice, slide okay. across the ice. Smart. Okay. I just didn't want to do that because if it was someone else not expecting it, they just whoop. Okay. Alright, deck save. Woo! I hope this helps. <laughs> no with advantage? Uh no, I was gonna add like two. And not gonna help. Okay, what? Well, well I have two from him, three from me. It okay. still doesn't help. It's uh, at most ten. I don't know my math right now, but it's definitely not more than ten. All right, so you you slide and you think you're gonna make it over, but like you don't go. It's, it's the same rock. <laughs> no, no, no. You slide under, but the ray of frost is not far enough. So it, you just you're sliding and then you stop, <laughs> and you're right below the door. Okay. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to reach it and grab him. Okay. Uh, uh, deck save with advantage from one of you since you're helping technically. 
Help me! Uh, 20 not natural. Okay, Plus yeah, so, so you're both grab three. one of his legs and just yank him through. Um, your back is completely scraped, though, from the My rocks. My clothing, no! You're, you're wet, and you're I just, like... I just realized that Coco slid, and she wears a dress. <laughs> yeah, you'd be, you'd pretty, you'd be pretty scratched up, too. Oh, I think so would Carrick. No? He's wearing pants. Oh, yeah. Leather yeah. pants and leather everything. Okay. All right. So you make it through, and now oh, you are in a room that looks very relaxing <laughs> and roomy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a table in the middle. There's a there's a couch on either side of the wall. Oh oh okay. So Coco's gonna take Clement's hand, lay him towards a couch. She's gonna sit down and then plop him down in front of her, and she's gonna braid his hair. So it's so it's out of his face now. That's cute. Yeah, it might take a while, but I'll let it happen. Uh, and you're all free to long rest. Oh. Oh, I didn't need to feel at all. <laughs> you didn't know it was coming. Yep. That's okay, I don't need to so you, Wait, but no, I get my spell slots. I, guess. I, I didn't, didn't use I, a, I used one spell. I didn't yeah, you used your wounds. I didn't use a single spell slot because I couldn't reach in combat. No, and I also had used uh, Zone of Truth before before another long rest, so... I don't trust those health! Yay! Does that also mean that I get my... Um, Bardic Inspiration? My invisibility back? Yeah, uh, yes. That's a once per day thing? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's a once per day thing, yeah. So it's gotta be 24 hours. Yeah. Well, usually by this point, it's probably been quite a while. Yeah, it, it Plus was. Plus the longer it's been. That's why I'm asking. I'm yeah, I'm I'll asking say I'll say you have it back. Yeah. yeah. And if it, if Josh still had the mummy rot, it'd be taking hertzy hertzies. Yeah, he would have definitely taken the max health down. So, I have another question. Uh huh. My charisma be down to 19, uh, 18 now since. Oh I'm yeah, since twenty four hours. So, wait, did I make it twenty four hours or did I make it a week? Uh, did a week. Oh, then no. Okay. You're fine. We got to get you something to kill soon. And we have discovered that Clement does need to sleep. Yes, I do actually need to sleep. You do need to sleep. So it's I, okay. I don't know if anybody's like staying up to keep watch or anything or... Uh, this room seems relaxing with my newly braided hair. I'm just gonna relax. And you know sleep. in like Resident Evil when you enter a safe room and it's playing that really relaxing music? <laughs> it's kind of like that. <laughs> I feel slightly unsettled of how comforting this room is in a place like this. Yeah, so it might take a little while to fall asleep. So yeah, you're all long resting? Yeah. I'm just gonna... And at this things. point, I was telling Coco and stuff since she didn't lose her charisma and you would have lost your max health. 24 hours have gone by by now for like... Been a rough time in the For like how long you've been in the pyramid plus the rest and stuff and a, re a long rest is basically eight hours of sleep, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, long rest is eight hours at max, or no? You're at max, okay. because you lost your mummy rod. I'm just saying if you still had it, you would have lost ten of your max. Alright, and, so... And Coco still has her charisma bonus and stuff like that, because it hasn't been a week yet. Okay, so, yeah, your long rest is all over, you wake up, you have the entrance you came in through, and you have one exit. Is there anything else in this room besides the comfy couches? Uh, there's the table in the middle. So like a cloth flag in the- or a cloth flag? <laughs> a cloth flag? Clock flag. I meant clock rug in the middle of the, uh... No? The big comfy couch. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, sorry. And the- So what's actually this room? I didn't hear it. There's table in the middle. Yep. And couches on either side. Alright. 
That's it. Anything Is there anything on the table? table? No. Anything under the table? I mean, if you want to check, sure. I'm curious now. An investigator gets curious. Yeah. An investigator got a 17. Is there uh, anything under the table? You. Is it made of wood? Yes. I don't have any fire spells, so I can't put it up. <laughs> and also the um, the doorway exiting its uh, stairs going up. I suppose this is pretty standard by now, but since we finished long rest, I'm going to cast Mage Armor myself again. Mm -hmm. Just for the heck of it. Next sure. Eight hours. Sounds good. Coco's also going to cast. All right. My now beautifully braided hair. Thank you very much, Coco. You wearing the headband with the braided hair? I don't think I've ever had a headband. Oh, I think you said you lost a headband. Or, sorry, the hair tie. Yeah, no. I don't need a hair tie now that it's braided. That's fair. Okay. I'm gonna start leaving first, since I'm disappointed there's nothing with the table. Alrighty. As you come up the stairs, you see a sarcophagus in the middle of the room. Go out and make a perception check. Sure. Nope. And <laughs> you? Seven. You don't see anything. Perfect. I see a sarcophagus. Yes, you uh, see a sarcophagus. I go tell my friends who are right by me. Hey, there's a sarcophagus. Dead people might be here. Fun. Do we need torches? Yep, the, the room's illuminated enough. Let's make it really illuminated. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough fun with turning these torches different colors. <laughs> and bigger. You know, fuck it. Let's do it anyways. Pink and bigger. Okay, yeah, pink, pink. Pink and bigger. I'm a dirty. If only fun. you could make it, like, switch. Also, also with Clement turning around and telling you guys, and you're going up the stairs, it's only one at a time. Mm -hmm. So Clement's in the way right now for uh, you to see anything. So nobody can perceive anything. You can see perceive Clement in the doorway. <laughs> Is it possible to like I'll just walk. kind of sidle by yeah I'll just it's just it's, yeah it's just considered difficult terrain but we're not in the combat or anything uh but he clement said he'd move aside Look. so if you want to make a perception check this beautiful room pink. um that's a, a five Five? What do I good. see? You don't I see, see that the room is pink. You don't see the, it. the yeah, lighting see. just kind of fucks <laughs> it over. Yeah, you're like, why is the room pink? It matches my eyes. I mean, it matches my eyes. All right, Taran or Coco, you want want to make a perception check coming up the stairs? Who's next? There we go. Someone sees. Eighteen. Twenty nine natural. Okay, All right. You both see that the sarcophagus is laying with its arms crossed like this, and the it's holding the key. Wow. So we're coming, we're coming up the stairs? Yeah. Are they still in the way? No, they moved out of the way. Oh, okay. I, I would have, like, kind of gone inside. Because I yeah. was going to jokingly say the only reason we saw is because Taran's huge and Coco's on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both moved to side. So, yeah. So Taran and Coco, you both see that the sarcophagus has the key and stuff. And all around the room, there's, you know in pyramids how they have, um... Narcoliffs? Hieroglyphs, yeah. It's like a hieroglyph mural sort of thing. Uh, no, it's just hieroglyphs. And I will tell you what the hieroglyphs are showing. Ooh. I actually wrote down. Fancy. It shows a story. It shows a beautiful woman with long flowing blonde hair being worshipped by men and women on their knees, bent over, head and palms facing the floor. Okay. Behind the woman is the shape of a golden apple. As you look to the right of this image, you see a man in a crown with a scepter in his hand uh, has on royal garbs. You see a man and woman kissing and hugging. You see a man stabbing another man in the back. There are three separate hieroglyphs. Then it shows the beautiful woman again, but as you continue around the room, the king has dropped his crown, the couple are back to back with arms crossed, 
and the man stabbing is now stabbing at nothing. Now it shows those same four people dead on the ground in front of the woman. The woman puts her hand on one of them, and the next image is them worshipping her yet again, making an entire loop. So I'd like to point out that that's not a hieroglyph. Hieroglyphs were ancient Egypt writing. Hmm. Yeah, that's what so, I thought you were talking about. No, so. sorry. So it's a it's a more of a mural. Yeah. Right. So I was. Yeah, you were right. It's a mural. My bad. I was assuming these were going to be hieroglyphs. But yeah, I get the idea now. Okay, that seems intimidating. Hmm. But we've seen the golden apple before. Yeah. It, it was in the cathedral. Yeah. Uh, no, nope, in the library. Nope. The cathedral, the cathedral is where I bullied the priest for my one But the one cathedral entry. had stained glass windows of Eris, though. Yes. Yes, we did. But it didn't have any golden apples. You didn't find the golden apple in the library with the cult. Oh. Could I... The golden apple's on the floor. From my, what I remember of Eris, could I check these... Uh, the murals of the beautiful woman and see if it maybe is her? Uh, if you do an intelligence roll, see if you can put two and two together. Not bad. Fifteen in total. Yep. You you Aris you can in. put together that it is Eris. Eris uh, is the woman that it's showing. Oh, great. We're back to Eris. That little bitch is toying with our lives. So couldn't we just grab the key then? This is Eris. Probably some shit's gonna happen if we do. Yeah. What? It's not like the mummy's gonna come alive and we're Probably gonna kill will. it. Probably will. That's real. Probably I think. Will. I think. Is there an at the very least? Event? Two or more of us should grab torches. Now that I know this room is our favorite lovely deity, I'm gonna take out my scythe just to get it ready, just in case. Okay. So I pull out my staff and I turn into a scythe, and yeah. Probably gonna have to kill something here because air sucks. Yeah, for now, I'm gonna do the short sword and I'm gonna grab a torch off the wall. Bright and pink. <laughs> nice, okay. Uh, Tyron, you preparing anything? There are two things I might want to do, but depending on what happens. You can always ready in action. If, I'm assuming probably like a mummy of sorts is probably going to pop out of the sarcophagus. That's my assumption based on gut feeling, so okay. that's what I'm going to prepare for. Okay. Where are the torches in this room down, just so we know in case we need to grab one? They're just all around. There's a shit ton. Probably just like every one of so far. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a very bright pink room. <laughs> yes, this is going to be a very bright pink room. Carrick is holding one, but even when he took one off and he's going to move around, you're probably not going to see any sort of difference. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cast True Strike, which is a cantrip. So basically, I'm just um, I'm doing it to the sarcophagus. So I extend my hand, point a finger at the sarcophagus. My magic basically grants me a brief in insight into the target's defenses, and on my next turn, I gain advantage on the attack roll. Okay. And you're doing it on the sarcophagus. Yeah, or like, I assume the mummy's gonna be there, so I'm just wondering, like, if I cast that, am I gonna be able to tell that there's a mummy in there that's attacking us because I'm gonna know it's defenses? You can ready the action for whatever comes Yeah, out. okay, let's do that then. Same okay. thing as what Mark did. Alright, okay, sweet. So yeah, you're all readying your actions and stuff. Alright. Now, now what? Let's get this out of the way. I go, who's gonna grab the key? I'm gonna go up and grab it. I really wish I had mage them. hand. <laughs> Man, that would have been very useful right now. I'm gonna be like off to the side, so if... Wait, which way is it? The the head of it would be up there. The the head of the sarcophagus? Yeah, there. Yeah, like that, and then the feet would be at the bottom. It's a long sarcophagus. Yep. I actually looked it up. Uh, sarcophaguses, sarcophagi are built bigger 
than the actual person to hold. Um, and I looked up. Well, because they need to surround them with their world of possessions. Yeah, exactly. Inside. Like the most, you know, coveted possessions are inside the yeah. sarcophagus. Anyways, uh, so you're gonna go grab the key. What's it look like before I grab it? It has, uh, like where the emblem part of it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows, um, cumberbund. There we go, that's the word. How is it cumberbund? It is not a wrestling belt. <laughs> it's like that black thing that goes on when you uh, It's when not you're a belt, a it's a cumberbund. Yeah, so you know the- Cumberbund. Cumberbund. When you wear it like a, a tuxedo or anything, or like it's that black piece that goes around the, the waist. Oh, there we go. It's similar to like how a girl would be. How we spell this? Uh, C U M M E R B U N D. Cumberbatch. That's how I'm getting his autocorrect. This is a word that would be Benedict Cumberbatch autocorrected, and everybody would know exactly who you're talking about. Anyways, what's going on? Like, I grab the key. I'll take it off. Strength check. Hand. Oh, <laughs> it's it's got a tight grip on it. Oh, this is the wrong person to be asking for this. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, I still get that plus three from you, right, Marky? That's only for saving throws. Oh, only saving throws. Okay, in that case, it's just a flat seventeen. Uh, yeah, you take it. Wow. And okay, then, let's go. And then, so you grab the key, <sighs> and I'm sick of this place. I yeah, and then you look up, and there's a wraith standing right in front of you. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. So, so yeah, um, um, true strike? Uh, yeah, yeah. the ready actions can go. Yeah, away. the ready actions would go off now. Cool. I'm casting... You said you, like, immediately... So I get to know his defenses, mm-hmm. but just My... me. I didn't ready his action before you, though. I yeah, I didn't ready myself to move back. I was assuming it was going to take at least a little bit for this move, but I guess it's immediate. Yeah, well, cast... No, you got the key out. I know. And you're holding it, and then you, like, look up, and you're like... No, I thought, like, it would take a bit for the sarcophagus to open, but... The sarcophagus didn't open. The wraith ra- ra- just showed up. Yeah. I know. That's the. Uh, I understand. Yeah. I'm not, I was thinking it, there it was just going to move and somebody uh, pop Put there. this across from Garrett's character there. Right there? What yeah. does an X Men have to do with any of this? <laughs> Banshee was the closest thing I could find to. Uh, yeah. A wraith. Right. So I'm going to cast Moonbeam on it. Alright. Oh. So roll the hit? Or uh, no, saving throw? It's, it's uh, Silvery beam of pale light shines down a five foot radius, forty feet high at the center, and a point within range. Till the spell ends, the dim light fills the cylinder, and the creature enters the spell area or starts its turn there. Uh, is engulfed in ghostly flames and it causes steering pain. It must make a Constitution save throw or take two d ten during damage. Okay. So, so that's on just targeted here, Marky, on just the monster itself. Yeah, just around that was And you wanted to do true strike? Yeah, I just, I, it just I, I was just asking you to send me his defenses. Oh. It just it activates and she has advantage on her next turn. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. You don't need to do anything else. So I can just show you the res- defenses, or is it the stats, or? She just gets advantage. There's nothing No, else. is it? Oh, is that all it is? You just know it's defenses, so you get advantage. I'd be very yeah. powerful if that was a cantrip and you could check its stats. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm, that, that, that's why I said my thing could just happen. Like, oh, okay, sorry. I thought it was something I had to show her. <laughs> no, no, no. That'd be a very powerful cantrip. Otherwise. I didn't know it was cantrip. All right, so roll for initiative now. Woo! Fire dice. Don't fail me now. Fire dice. Failed me now. So I'm, did mine. I'm probably going Fame. last. Oh, wow, we're all going low. Sweet. We're all going low. Uh, you have advantage on initiative. Yeah, I rolled really low. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wait, what's your roll in total? All right, what Those is two. 
Add no bonus. Alright, Carrick. 13. Carrick might be going first. Uh, uh, Garrett. Five. Oh, God. Coco. Nine. Taran. Six. <laughs> I am going last. Woohoo! I'm about to get De- Depends on whether the Wraith rolled, Wraith, Wraith rolled low. And you'd have to roll less than three. I might get the reverse of this time, actually. Good rolls outside of combat and terrible rolls in combat. That'd be not good, because I might die from that one. But we'll find out. All right, Carrick first. Ooh, figured. So I just see this thing appear, and the only thing I can think to say is... I cast torch and I just whip the torch at it. <laughs> I cast torch. I, I cast torch. All right, throwing weapon. Is this? It's a thro- it's a throwing weapon. Uh, you, it's an improvised weapon. You won't have proficiency, and it's a D four of damage, I believe. It's D four da- fire damage. Just one so, damage. Actually. Oh, it's just one damage. Yeah, one that's fire right. damage. Because you used it against the mummies, remember? Mm. Like he's trying to beat its AC with this straight dex. Uh, you would add your dexterity, yeah. And you're everyone proficient with improvised weapons, so... Oh, uh, are no, they? No, I take back, never mind. You need a feat for that. Yeah, you need a feat for that. So, just your dex. Yeah, so... Uh, 12? You missed. So the torch lands to the left of it, and it's just laying there on the floor now. Sweet. Hopefully this room's not, uh, flammable. <laughs> Marky, yours is moonlight, right? It's moonbeam, yeah. It's, moon, it's moonlight? It's radiant damage. It's radiant damage, yeah. It's radiant damage? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it starts as soon as it's turned with darkness, whenever that is. Because a wraith has a thing with sunlight, but not yeah, moonlight. It'd have, to, it'd have to be actually outside. Okay, gotcha. That's all. I just wanted to make sure. Is that everything? Let's turn Uh, still Josh, I'm just wondering if he's doing a bonus action or anything. Or moving. Or moving. I'm definitely gonna move over here. Kind of try and flank it. Okay. So, just so the listeners know, uh, Coco's still at the entrance, uh, and so is Tyron. Clement is right in front of the sarcophagus with the wraith right in front of him, uh, ten feet away. And Carrick just went kind of around the sarcophagus to try to flank it. Going around the head. Alright, so wraiths are next. Uh, and it's going... Oh, yes, it would take its damage. It's going to make a... Uh... It was a save. Con save. Con save. Uh, it's 20, not natural. That would do it. Okay, you still take half the damage, don't you? Okay. Fuck you, and you always roll high whenever you go against this for anything. It has a high con, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's I don't know. Uh, Undeads do have good con. Just dead things in general have good con. 11 half. So. 5. Or 6. Well, damage on the 6. Okay, so six. Okay, now it's the race turn starts off his turn and then takes the radiant damage from the moonlight, <laughs> and then it's going to move sixty feet towards Carrick. Okay, uh, that's but it's gonna like it's gonna like float. It only needs twenty to get. There. It's gonna go into Carrick's space. Twenty-five, and now you're on Carrick. Uh oh, <laughs> these undead don't like you. And it's going to end its turn here. And you're going to take a d10 of force damage. I know it's doing. Actually, I don't, I don't want to go figure it out. <laughs> uh, oh, you no. take one, you take one force damage. Wow. <laughs> and that's the end of its turn. It is just okay. Yeah, just gonna do that. Uh, next would be Coco. Cool. 
I guess, since I have advantage on the attack roll. I'm gonna, oh, it's inside. It's in, oh. It is indeed now inside Kirk. I, guess I don't I'm, think he consented. I guess I'm not getting this uh, disadvantage, though. <laughs> I mean, you, you still can. No, because I was gonna throw a dagger. <laughs> oh. Um. I mean, I just have to make a deck save. I'm actually gonna do Hypnotic Pattern, so it's a level three. Oh, wait, shoot. I think I misread this. Uh -oh. Okay. Are we gonna return to the Wraith's turn? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so, I'll just say it. It's the wraith can move through other creatures and objects as if they were difficult terrain. It takes five force damage or one d ten if it ends its turn inside an object. So I thought I thought it meant the object took the damage, not oh, the wraith. No, I'm okay. Damage. Yeah, you're okay. I'm sorry that that was more just let's just say that he flowed through characters to scare him a little. All right. Does he oh, do anything okay. else this turn then? Yes, he will. Um, he will actually attack Carrot properly. I'm oh, I'm sorry, okay. that's on me. <laughs> yeah. um, he's going to do a melee weapon attack on you uh, as he reaches sword. his hand out for you, for your throat. Uh, uh, t uh, 23. Hit. That's more than 18, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, that hits. Um, all right. Watch, he's gonna give you mummy rot again. <laughs> mummy rot from a wraith? It would be in theme with this area. Uh, 16. 16 what? Uh, necrotic damage. Oh, fuck. It's not and you have to do a constitution saving throw. Bad feeling. 11. Uh, you failed, and your hit point maximum is reduced. By 16. This place wants to really kill you, doesn't it? <laughs> Just happen to be reduced by 16. So your max hit point. Your max say, hit points is reduced by 16, and the damage you take is also 16. So yeah, it's pretty much think that damage you took is permanent. This reduction lasts until the target finishes a long rest. Great. Awesome. Thanks, Dom. Now it's your turn. I am so sorry about that. Okay, so if that's the case, I'm going to move. Not like. No, I'm going to move right up to it. Right in front of it? How much space is that? I still have 30. 25, you have just enough. Okay, so that, and I'm gonna hit with Agendia with advantage. Woo! Let's do it! Is it just the ones or all the time now? Just no, it's just the ones. It's a concentration spell. Oh, but oh, it's also a cantrip? It's a cantrip, but you, it just happens one turn and then you have to wait a whole turn. Yeah, oh, it's a concentration okay. up to one round. Gotcha. So you use it one turn and you have to wait till the next turn. Oh, <laughs> with advantage, that's a nat 20! <laughs> Alright, so Woo! how does Legendia work? So Legendia is a D uh, plus four, a uh, 1D6, plus four, so it's magical. So it's uh, 2D6 plus one plus two though, right? Double damage? Double the dice. Double, yeah, so 2D6 instead of 1D6. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so Yeah, you said double the damage. Oh, I meant... Yeah, alright, double the dice. Oh, that's not good. That's only three. Plus so three. Six. Uh, At least it's a magic weapon, so it doesn't have. And then bonus action. It was six, right? Yes. Okay. Bonus uh, action, bardic inspiration to Carrick. Hey Carrick, you got a bardic inspiration. So that's a that's a D eight. Well, speaking of D 8s I need my back down. Oh yes. Uh, Tyron, you're up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. After you cast a spell, you can use your action to move the beam sixty feet day dark. Okay, oh, nice. Second is a full action. Dude, but so still. it was here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll just throw it back on top. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the action. Nice. Does it do the damage or only when I start my turn? It's only when I start of its turn. Okay. Always at the start of your turn. Sounds good. I guess I'll just kind of 
move this way. Up towards Clement. Hello. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that would be all I can do. Alright, uh, Clement, you're up. Cool. My turn's not gonna be very eventful, but it's gonna be a bunch of buffs. So first, as my bonus action, I'm gonna use my former turret on myself, so first I need a d10. That's not a d10, here it is. Okay, so 5 plus my warlock level, which is 6 now, 11 temporary hit points. Oh, yeah, I forgot to get rid of them, and it's exactly 11. So, that's convenient. And then, it's my full t- actual turn. 5, 10, 15, 20, I'm going to cast Diabolical Guardians on Carrick, which is just heroism. So, you are now immune to being frightened, and every turn you, at the start of your turn, you get 5 temporary hit points. Okay. As long as I keep concentration. So, now you're not going to die so quickly. Woohoo! Like so he just keeps five, or he keeps every, adding five. Every turn, every time it's his turn, he gets he gets five. Like he'll have five temporary points. Okay. It doesn't go past five. Oh, okay. I thought, you meant, I thought you meant like he keeps adding five every temporary turn. temporary hit points never stack. Okay. So he just always yeah, has so basically, five. Basically, so we start another round and he takes damage. He goes back to five. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. And with that, I spent five, ten, fifteen, twenty. I moved back. Just a bit to use up the last night with it. Alright, I'm done. Carrick, back to you. Radiant Sunbolt this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask also, um, since he's close and within five feet, doesn't he have to do it with disadvantage because it's arranged? Yeah, but like. It's already a crit it's, fail. It's already not one. It might as well just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get any worse than a crit fail. It sputters and dies. Nothing happens. Eric has performance issues. <laughs> he can't get it up. Are you having performance issues? Take Coco's special blend of strawberry shortcake. <laughs> yeah, at the start of your turn. Those don't stack, so if you take damage, you'll get the five temporary points back. If you have five, you don't get any more. So who's turn? Or are you still still carrots? Uh, um, bonus actions? Yeah, put the sword away, draw the staff, and attack with the staff. So the only thing I'm not gonna be able to do is the extra attack after that. Yeah. Be a bonus attack, eh? Well, I wouldn't be able to, because there'd be a bonus action for putting away... Extra attack turn. only happens if you use the attack action, which he did not do. Okay, so it just gets... Uh, it doesn't work with the spell attack. You have to use the uh, attack action. So it's just an offhand attack. Okay. Yeah, but monks are proficient in offhand, so... He's just yeah. a, basically just doing his bonus action extra attack sure. thing that monks can do. Makes sense to me. Uh, 18. 18 hits. Woohoo! Uh, so a D8 and then a D6. Well, that's take... if he wants to use the Bardic yeah. Inspiration. No, no, that's the staff. Oh, right, yeah. He just kind of takes the staff and goes, bang, bang. But he also has Bardic Inspiration, so it's an extra D8. Is that on the attack? Oh! Or the Bardic Inspiration can't do damage. My bad. Good. Can it? I forgot since um, Warlocks always cast at, high, at max level. I can target multiple people at this, so everyone except me gets five temporary points at the start yeah. of their turn. Oh, uh, never mind. It's on the attack wall. I read it wrong. No, I'm not. It has to be a friendly person, but everyone except me can have five temporary points at the start of their turn. Uh, nine. So you, have, you have five temp hit Five temp hit points. So it'd be six plus four and like the D8 plus four, or it'd be together plus four? Uh, separately. You, so, yeah. Because you're technically doing two hits. So it's uh, 10 damage with the d6 and 7 damage with the d8. So 17 on top? Yeah. Okay. I say your feather staff was 
Magical. Magical? Yeah. Ah, okay. So yes, it is 17. That's why I put the sword away. <laughs> yeah. Ah, smart. This is not gonna work. Shove it up my butt. <laughs> ah, staff. That was already up my butt. <laughs> Before we, like, started doing things, I asked, uh, Garrett if the torch was technically magical fire now. It's not. Yeah. Unfortunately. That'd be funny, though. But Carrick didn't understand that. Just went <laughs> yeah. Just it anyways. Alright. So at the end of your turn? Yeah. Alright, uh, the Wraith's turn. If you move, you'll get an opportunity to attack on you. Takes the Radiance. One second. One second. Oh, sorry. Oh, never mind. I needed a dance for this. Actually, I don't have any. Yeah. Uh, so, takes the Moonbeam damage. Oh, yeah. wait, no, Con save first. Con save. Watch me another Mat 20 or some shit like that. Uh, 18. Okay. Half damage again. 11. 11 again, so six. Six more Radiant damage. Woohoo! Okay, now it's the race turn and it's going to attack Coco. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, but I'm gonna give Carrick a break. Oh thank god, he's just killing Coco oh instead. Oh my god. Not 20 done? Not one. Ah. <gasps> so, <laughs> so it reaches for Coco's and just kind of like goes through. It just doesn't have a proper control over its ethereal form just nice. yet. Oh, I forgot one other thing about my spell. Is there's a little mini version of my patron on your shoulder now while the, while the spell lasts. You wouldn't let it down the cake, would Actually, it will... It, it like tries to go through and just realizes it's not actually affecting Coco. So it's going to try to run away to like past Carrick as well. So it gets two attacks while the party? Yeah. And so it's going to go... It's going to go back to where it was on the other side of the sarcophagus. It has 60 feet of movement. So yeah, it's yeah. fine. So, it's just going to be the So move. Coco and Carrick both have attacks of opportunity. Oops, I missed. I don't know what Carrick's going to attack with, so I'll let him get yeah. it when he gets back. 17 minutes? 17 hits. you'll get an opportunity attack. Woo! It's trying to run away from you. One, two, five, with Legendia. Splagendia magical. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 19 plus 7. 26 hit? Yes, uh, just one second. So yeah. it was 5. Yeah, 5 piercing. And then Carrick hits. So if you want to. Bat Bat? Just the one. Bat Bat. 9 and 7. 16. 16, okay. Like you do like a flurry of blows or On <sighs> opportunity attack? No. No. Um, <laughs> So basically, I don't know if you heard, but uh, it tried to, like, go for Coco's throat, and then it just kind of went through, and it was like, oh shit, Coco is dangerous, I don't understand what's happening, so I tried to run away from her, and then also pass by, and then pass by you as well, that's why the opportunity attacks happen. Dangerously beautiful. Uh, (laughs) After the opportunity attacks, uh, it is now bloodied. Bloodied. No, no, it's, it's, it's in critical condition now. Oh, we're beating the shit. We're beating the shit out of this thing. Yep. No. Uh, so that's the end of its turn. And Coco, you're up next. Now I'm just wondering, Garrett. Since Hi. I can't see the map, where would thirty put me if I tried to walk over the sarcophagus? Five. <laughs> well, I'd be in your way. So ten, fifteen. Would you consider it? It's difficult. It's difficult terrain. So twenty-five. Jump off it. Right here for thirty. Jump off diagonally. Jump off diagonally would be right in front of it. Cool. Doing that. So, yep. Yep, so move Coco right in front of it. All of you are moving to do that. Yep. And then, bam bam, 
Except not Bam Bam because I don't. I'm not a monk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Legendia. All right, roll the hit. Fifteen? Fifteen hits. Let's go! Oh my god, what's with these twos? Oh. So another five. Let's not go! It's still, Let's a, not it, go. It's still alive, but it is very hurt. Damn it. And... I don't think so. If even then, it has to be cantrip. Wait, why would it have to be a cantrip? She's already used one spell. Oh no, there's no. Legendia. <laughs> Ignore me, I'm gone. <laughs> Okay. A final Jenny was a magical weapon for some reason. Okay. Uh, Tyron, you're up. Go, Tyron. Put that. I'm just gonna move Moonbeam on the beam on. Move the Moonbeam over. Yep. And then end your turn. Uh, yeah. I need to maintain <laughs> concentration. I don't really have much other spells that are not concentration. And no bonus actions. Not really. No. Well, it's work. It's working. Yeah, it is working. Alright, Clement, you're up. Hello, it is me, Mr. I'm gonna also jump over to Sarcophagus. Boing, 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 right in front of it. Okay. Uh, and it's time to burn this piece of shit to the ground with my with my scythe, if I can actually hit. So, Green Flame Blade is my bonus action, <coughs> my main action, all the fun stuff. Yeah. I might actually hit. 12 plus 8, 20. Yep. Alright. Might actually hit. <laughs> might actually hit. Um. Is Green Flame Blade a spell slot, or is it a cantrip? <sighs> cantrip. Okay. I don't have that many actual spells that actually do damage. Okay. Uh, it's similar to, like, Druid's Shillelagh. Mm-hmm. So first I'm going to do the D8 damage for my scythe, which is just Shillelagh. <laughs> so three plus my spell, so that's eight for slashing damage, magical slashing damage, and then another fifth level do. Okay, so another D8 plus my spell modifier for fire damage. Ooh. 8, 9, 10, 11. I am not in my form of undead, right? Or do, you know I am, so I you can. You are. So I can add another dice if I want to change it to rapes. Not really. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that and just take the damage I already dealt. So and minus 11? Minus 8 plus 5. <sighs> 13 fire damage and then 5 plus 5, 10. It was 8 for the slice. Yeah. It was 8 for the scythe and then it was 13 for the fire? Yeah, 8 and 13. Okay. That's that's in total. How do you want to kill it? (laughs) I guess I am killing it. Um, By killing blow, I could have been a 20 charisma. (laughs) I think it was going to die anyways from the moonbeam next turn. Uh, I'm going to... I don't know how well, to Carrot would have gone before him. Um, I'm going to shred it I into ribbons. Spear throw, but <laughs> I'm gonna shred it into ribbons and just go at, go to town. Yeah, if, as, as it also lights on fire. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna burn to the ground as well. So All right. If there's any ectoplasm left, it's boy. Congrats, you defeated the wreath, and you have the key, and you are free to leave. Which door is glowing? The one to the north there. <laughs> Is there any well, riches in the sarcophagus? Is there any what? Are there any riches in the sarcophagus? I heard bitches. <laughs> Are there any bitches in the sarcophagus? Want, I don't know. Whatever's you, in there could be a bitch. If if you want to open it and check. Yes. We might have trouble opening it. Nope. I'm strong. That's 11. Uh, it's not strong enough. Would you like some help? No. No, I, I got it. And she's going to just keep pushing. It's not budging. I go and lend her a hand and start pushing myself. Okay, uh, roll again with the help. 
That's a 16, so 17. 17, okay. That's that's enough to push it open. Alright, okay, one second, I'd like I need to do an intelligence roll. Carrot grabs another torch. <laughs> okay, Still so uh, it's a seven. I do not realize that all of those other times they were helping. <laughs> Coco yeah. still thinks it's her. Yeah, Coco still thinks it's her. Alright, so the sarcophagus opens up and there is a mummy laying inside. Oh, sweet. It's not moving. Oh, sweet. Are there riches? Yes, there are riches. Are there bitches? Yes, there are bitches. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, to be fair, it would have been their most prized possessions, so. Their bitches are with them. Is there a crown, a tiara, any kind of thing? There's a crown. I take it. Okay. And I put it on my head. Alright. Nice. This is all permanent crown, man. It's going insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, it doesn't work. Coco's already insane. <laughs> We're too dumb to be a flyweight anyways. <laughs> so she just puts the crown on and she goes, All right, we can go! There's what is in here. Uh, there's some gold in there. Money. Money. And a dead person. Oh, is yeah. there anything about Eris? No, not in here. Okay. Uh, that The stuff about Eris would be all around the walls. In the uh, petroglyphs. The... Does that Wraith technically have a soul, Dylan? No. Wraith wouldn't have a soul. I know, I wanted to check. The Wraith, the wraith is the soul, I think. <laughs> I wanted to give it to my patron. <laughs> yeah, no, not this time, sorry. <laughs> Alright, um... Coco climbs over the sarcophagus again and uh, heads for the door. Alright. I guess I'll take some of the money, I suppose. What am I, what am I taking, Dylan? Take the money? Uh, are, you, are you taking all of it? I might not be able to take all of it, but I'll take a good chunk of it. A good chunk of it would be like 20 gold. Sure, I'm okay with 20 gold. I can hold that. If anybody else wants gold, there would probably be more than enough. Who wants some spare chain? Doesn't feel right to take from the dead, so no. I don't mind. How about you, Kat? Do you want some free money? No, thanks. Um, We're really just gonna leave this behind. My, fa- my favorite thing is like, Mark, Mark is just retired and she's like, oh, it's not good to take stuff from the dead. And Karen's like, nah, nah, blah, blah, blah. Coco in her head, she's like, my family takes from the dead all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if no one else is taken, I'll just take the rest of it. All Whatever's right. left in there. Um, I'm going to take two pieces of my own gold and place them over the eyes. <laughs> Smart. And I make sure it doesn't resurrect somehow. No, it's so that they can pass through the river sticks. Except they've been dead forever, so they probably already have. That's fair. <laughs> Karen doesn't know that, though. Karen's being respectful, as we don't respect this. Thing. Yeah. Um, I'll just take the rest. Alright, take the rest of the gold. Uh, you would take another 80 to equal up to 100. Okay. Hey. There was a lot in the sarcophagus. Nice. I am stinking rich now. Yeah, 100 gold. I just 100 realized, extra gold. I just realized Coco walked to the door. She doesn't have the key. The key isn't to leave. The key is to go to the next, next door. Place, yeah. So I think the door we're in actually is open. Yeah, it is. So that's what I mean. She's, like, she's walking to the door. Oh. I, I can't see the map. I don't know where the door is. It's to the... Oh, like, she went the uh, wrong dark... way then. She went to the other door. <laughs> the, one we came, the one we came from. Yes. Come on, just guys, let's go. Everybody's just like already leaving. It's like, Coco, that's the way back. We don't want to go there. That's right. It was a test. You pass. Nice. <laughs> and then she walks over the sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> We're really desecrating this corpse. No respect to it at all. All right. And then pushes he... through. <laughs> You guys are back in the hub area. Back in the hub. And you all level up. Oh! Okay. Nice. Fuck. Before uh, I do my level up. Can, can we assume that a long rest is bad and I can go back to my normal HP? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you usually long rest when you're in the hub area. Also, you need the long rest to level up. Yes. We don't have time to go over everything. We, it's already like. Yeah, yeah. Eight. So we're all gonna level up uh, this time around. Just uh, we'll. Would you like this? We'll just warm up right now, and then we can do the rest later. We no, can just, we'll, we can just say everything we got next session. Yeah, true. You can do your stuff off camera, and then just tell me what you got. I was just gonna say we can roll health now. Yeah, you can roll health now. I health health. Already. Oh, okay. One, one of my dice then seems. Plus, I uh, I don't I don't roll health. I just go by the minimum. Oh, uh, uh, the average. She yeah. Just keeps yeah. Okay. Up. Okay, so that's pretty fair. Oh, I, I'll just switch on this time. Okay. Let's do it now, just so I don't forget. Uh, D8 for Orlock. I'm just gonna stop the thing here, and then we'll just go over what we got okay. next time. Yeah, that's fine. Coco is played by Sharky, Taran by Mark, Clement Antoine by Garrett, Carrick Nightbreeze by Josh, with me, Dylan, as their dungeon master. All editing was done by me. All music was done by Shik Xander. Be sure to follow her on Twitter at Shik Xander. Also, she's got a webcomic called Nightbound, and it's all about this human who falls into a fantastical world full of mythical creatures, and he gets adopted into a family of vampires. It's very good. Check it out. You can find it on Webtoons. The sound effects I used were all found on a website called pixabay.com. Amazing website full of different sound effects and music and atmosphere sounds. And the best part is, it's all free. If you're watching on YouTube, the character avatars you see were created by Sangled, and you can find their work at deviantart.com Sangled. We have a Discord server, which I will link to in the description below. We have polls, questions of the day, a general chat, theories about the podcast, and sometimes contests. I actually started a Reddit page for the podcast as well. I'd love to have a discussion going on there. r slash escapehousepro. I've posted a few threads, come and join. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at escapehousepro for any podcast updates. Lastly, be sure to tell your friends and family about this podcast. I'd love for it to take off and I'm having a blast working on it. You can find the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate, and follow as it helps us grow as a podcast. Thank you all so very much for listening, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Mm. Uh, Margaret, I can hear that. Sorry. <laughs>